0: All right, if you have your Bibles, let's turn uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Turn in your Bibles right now. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. And God has a word for us this morning. Amen. God has a word for us today. He wants to speak into your life. He wants to encourage you. He wants to stir your faith this morning. Because I'm telling you, we need faith to live out in this time, in this day and age. Can you say amen to that? So 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 is where we'll be reading. Uh, but there's a neurosurgeon, his name is Ben Carson. And he said these words, he said, If you have an average brain, you're more than capable of doing almost anything. And he says it can process more than 2 million bits of information in just one second. And he goes on and he says uh, something like, he says, you know what, with something like that sitting in your head, With something like that sitting in your head. He says, why would you utter the words, I can't? You know, what a profound statement. He's referring to your ability, your will. And I want to take it another step further and add to that. Because the Bible says, not by might, not by power. But by my spirit says the Lord. Zechariah 4 verse 6. And you know what? You can have all the information stored up in your brain. But without transformation in your mind you'll still be worried. You'll still be fearful. You'll still fall into lustful temptation. You'll still fall into this victim mindset. We need transformation. Can you say amen? We need the power of Jesus Christ to change our minds. And that's what I'm preaching on this morning because the brain and the mind are two different things. The brain is is your physical organ. It stores data and information in your brain. Your mind, however, has a spiritual dimension to it. It has a spiritual dimension. And so, in our text this morning, it says in 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5, listen to what he says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I want to preach a simple message this morning entitled Stinky Thinking. You know what? There's things that go on in our minds. There's things that happen. There's thoughts that, you know what, play on in our minds that cause us as believers to now live out what's happening in our minds. Stinky thoughts that happen in, stinky thoughts of things of the past. Things that we've been involved in in the past. Things that we've been addicted to in the past have affected our minds. And listen very carefully. Number one, the point is simple. The battle is won or lost in your mind. The battle is won or it's lost in your mind. Our text says there are imaginations, there are thoughts, there are is all these types of things that exalt itself above the knowledge of God. What does this verse mean? What does it mean? It means simply it's this. Most of life's battles are won or lost in your mind. Uh, the Hebrew word for mind is nefesh. It conveys this spiritual aspect that's linked to your life, that's linked to your heart, it's linked to your mind. And listen very carefully because this is where it is one in your mind. Because Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. As he thinketh in his heart. The thoughts that you allow to take place in your mind, listen, the thoughts that you allow to take root in your mind plays out into who you become. Jesus clarifies this in Luke chapter 6, 45. Listen to what Jesus says. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. An evil man brings evil things out of the evil that's been stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. The heart and the mind are interchangeable. It goes hand in hand because what we allow stored in our minds, what we allow stored in our hearts, Jesus says it's going to come out. You got evil in your mind, it's going to come out. You got evil in your heart, it's going to come out. You got good, you got the love of Christ in your mind. Listen, that's what's going to come out and to win in the practical area of your life listen very carefully to win in the practical arenas of your life you got to defeat it you got to win you got to deal with it spiritually amen that we mustn't deal with it the bible says in our context of our verse it says we wrestle not against flesh and blood the war that we rage we don't fight it according to the world's standards But it says we bring them down. We bring them into captivity. It's spiritual. There's a quote, watch your thoughts for they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. You see, what you allow in your mind allows whatever it is to come through your character. The heart and the mind are interchangeable. As he thinks in his heart. Think about that. As he thinks in his heart, so is he. To illustrate this, to illustrate this point, scientists say that there are at least 70 documented cases of transplant, transplant patients having personality changes which reflect the characteristics of their donor. Listen to this story. One of them was an 8-year-old girl who received a heart of a murdered 10-year-old girl. This murder case could not be solved, so police closed the case. Months later, the little girl who received the heart transplant started having nightmares, literally having dreams and visions of the incident. The little girl told her mother, the mother filed a report with the police describing the man in her dreams so detailed, so precise, even describing where the killer lived that the police were able to now track him down track down the killer and arrest him and put him behind bars. This poor little girl was reliving the life of the murdered child and is evident of what the Bible speaks of. As a man thinks in his heart so easy, the mind and heart are interchangeable. A lustful man or a lustful woman will live out whatever she's been thinking of, like a sex addict or a pervert, a pornography addict would be like man I'm so consumed with these thoughts allowing them in their minds and now infiltrated so whenever he sees a woman wherever she sees a man thoughts of lust consume her it's so true when a man or woman is filled with hate lives out his or her life angry towards people Romans tells us in uh, chapter 1 verse 21 listen because they knew God they did not glorify him as God nor were thankful but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Following on in Romans 1.24, listen to what he says. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, in the lust of their hearts, to dishonor the bodies among their members. Futile thoughts led to darkened hearts, and darkened hearts led to corrupt living. You see, we, we, we kind of realize, man, 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 you got, they're, they're just messed up in the world, man. they just messed up because of what they've allowed in their minds there are people right now in the world it's like you know what the way they're living is because what they've allowed to take root in their minds and I'm telling you today the most of your battles can be won when you simply take dominion in your mind when you take dominion and authority that God has given you that you can take a hold of these captive thoughts that you can bring them into obedience to what Christ's word says and so let's talk about secondly making up our mind God's given you a brain. Thank God for that. God's given you a brain to think. God's given you a brain for a reason. I like this story. Listen to this story. A pessimist sees a dark tunnel. An optimist sees light at the end of the tunnel. A realist sees a freight train. The train driver sees three idiots standing on the tracks. God's given you a brain. God's given you a brain. Get off the tracks. And it's funny in how simple this story is. Listen, you have to make up your mind. It's your way or it's Yahweh. God's way or your own way. Our text says there's imaginations. I mean, it's talking about there's going to be some worries. There's going to be some things that will cause you to be anxious. And you're going to live out your life being worried about every single thing. There's. You know, imagination, sexual temptation that's going through. I mean, it's bombarding your mind. Boom, 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 boom. And listen, you got to make up your mind whenever that happens to say, man, you know what? I'm going to bring those thoughts captive. Every high thing that it exalts itself, the knowledge of God. These thoughts are trying to push God out the equation of your mind. They're trying to take precedence in your mind and say, Listen, put God away. Don't, don't think about God. Don't think about church. Don't think about anything about God. You do your thing. You do your way. Don't worry about it. And so every single person on this planet is doing their own thing. But listen, you got to make a decision. You got to decide, Am I going to live God's way or my way? God has given you the Bible, He's given us the Word. Amen. The Word that is able to help us how to live there's a word that I love and it's discern God's given us the Holy Spirit that through the Bible that you know what the Holy Spirit can discern bring to us and say listen hey this way this way listen don't hang around with people because it's say, you know do not be deceived the word discern means to determine distinguish differentiate and to tell apart Many people are deceived because they could not discern. Many people are deceived because they could not discern. You have to have some spiritual antennas up, brother. You gotta discern, sister. Listen, hey, is this relationship? Is this you know, is this godly relationship right here? The Bible says, do not be deceived. And if you are deceived, that means you're not discerning. Because you're not discerning the relationship that you're involved in is ungodly. It's involved in sexual things that you know what the Bible says. You know, bring those thoughts captive. Live it under obedience to God. Say, hey, I'm making a decision. I've discerned this. This is not of God. There's things that come into your mind. You got to say, hey, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke that thought. I bring it captive in the name of Jesus. Many people are deceived because they could not discern. Eve in the garden of Eden is a classic example. Eve was in the garden and God told him, hey, listen, don't touch the fruit. Don't go there. Whatever you do, everything is yours. Well, what happens? The devil came in and began to deceive Eve. Eve and I'm telling you Eve should have had some spiritual antennas what did God say hey I'm gonna discern something's not right here I'm not gonna what did God say God's word says this but yet instead all these thoughts all these imaginations all these things exalting itself above the knowledge of God so she did not discern and so she was deceived Samson was another one Samson you're involved in a relationship with Delilah she don't love you Samson, she's not there for you. She ain't ain't godly. Samson, she's part of the enemy. She's a Philistine girl. She's she's wanting to wait for her boys to come in and, and get you and set up a snare to try and steal your strength. And I'm telling you, if Samson had some discernment about it, he'd say, Delilah, get away from me. Samson did not discern and so he was deceived. Listen, many people are deceived because they cannot discern. And the way you're going to discern is by getting your mind filled with the Word of God. You've got to get into the Scriptures and say, God, what do you say about marriage? God, what do you say about relationship? Because the Bible is filled with do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Do not be deceived. I'm telling you, all through the Bible, people are being deceived because they cannot discern what God says. You gotta get your heart, your mind upon the Word of God. You gotta, you know, Bible says, and so I meditate upon His Word, David, day and night. Listen, when the Word of God becomes part of your life, there flows a spiritual transformation. We're not of the world. The Bible says in Romans 12:2, you know what? Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Listen this morning, you gotta make a decision. It's either your way or it's Yahweh you're going to live for God or you're going to live for yourself but I'm telling you if you live for yourself you're going to be deceived you're going to realize at the end of the road why did I make that stupid decision oh you're going to realize down that road when you could have made the decision back here you know what six months one year later you'll be like man oh that was silly yeah discern get some spiritual antennas get in the word of God Jesus spoke about people who You know what? Could tell by the skies, but they could not discern. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 16 verse 2. He says these words. He answered and said to them, speaking to the Pharisees, when it is evening, you say it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. You see, are you, do you have a discernment with what's happening around this world? Jesus Christ is coming back for his church. And if you cannot discern what Jesus has said, all these things must happen before I come. Why do you worry? Why do you fret? It's got to happen. But listen, if you, if you cannot discern this, you're going to live with fear. You're going to live with this inner sense of, man, what's going to happen? Oh, my goodness. Listen, there's an anchor in his word. I'm discerning that through God's word, that what Jesus has said, that it should happen. So you got to discern the times. And the only way, listen, the question is, how do you discern, pastor? How do you, you know, discern all these things? Listen, it's the Bible. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, let me show you. The word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, here's the key, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's powerful stuff right there. To discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. In other words, this is wisdom. Wisdom says, oh, listen, I got brain in my knowledge, I got all these things in there, but wisdom is saying, I'm gonna discern this. Solomon had wisdom to discern the difference between who's the real mother and who's not the real mother. Bring the baby. You know what? Here, one mother was crying and saying, She's stolen my baby. She's taken my baby away. And the other mother's like, No, this baby's mine. And so, what, uh, what ends up happening is King Solomon begins to make a decision and says, Okay, get the baby here. Take out the sword. Let's cut it in half and let's give each mom. And the real mother cries out and says, no, 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 why don't you just let her keep it? Don't let the baby die. And the fake mother was like, kill him, kill him, kill the baby. Wisdom to discern the thoughts. Boom, that's not the mother. Woo, man, She was. he was quick, said, yep, that's not the mother right there. And I'm telling you, you need to have that spiritual antenna to discern where God is giving you The ability through his word, the Holy Spirit that is able to teach you, direct you, lead you, guide you to determine, distinguish, differentiate, to tell apart the things of the world and to things that is godly. I'm telling you, God's ways are different to the world's ways. Amen. God's ways are different to your culture. God's ways are different to your traditions. God's ways are different to every single one of us. The Bible tells us, Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, says the Lord. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. God's ways are different. His thoughts are different towards us. Many people are deceived because they could not discern what God's thoughts are. God's thoughts are in His Bible, in the Word. They chose, you know what people choose when it comes to making a decision, people choose to doubt instead of having faith. And when you doubt instead of having faith, listen to what happens, you begin to be unstable. James chapter 1 verse 6, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, Driven, tossed by the wind, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double minded man, unstable in all his ways. Couldn't discern, couldn't make up his mind. He's like, oh yeah, I'm oh, church, oh, yep, the world, oh, oh my goodness. Unstable in all his ways. He can't make a decision. She can't decide God's way, my way. And you know what's going to happen? People see it. It's like, man, what's going on with you, brother? What's going on with you, sister? You're here, there, everywhere. Your life's unstable. Your marriage is falling apart. There's your kids are here. Your kids are everywhere. You, you, everything's falling apart. Boom, right here. Have you made up your mind to live for Jesus? Have you decided to lay down your life, pick up your cross, and follow Christ? Have you decided, you know what, this day I'm going to decide, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Can I tell you, work should not have precedence over your worship. Come on, Sunday mornings needs to be set aside for Jesus Christ. The Sunday morning service, God, I'm coming to your house. As for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. Not my way, not, not my way I want to live. Not go out fishing on Sunday morning, thank God. You know what? We can do that another day. Come to the house of the Lord, worship Jesus with the people of God. Let not the people of God forsake the assembly and of the gathering together, as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another, encouraging one another. Listen, we gotta come together because we're discerning the days are near, the days are closer, Jesus is coming closer. Discerning, let's not be unstable, not have your foot in and out of the church. Discern, man, it's my life a wreck. Discern it. So let me close with stinky thinking, because this is the sermon I've been preaching on. The people of Israel, I mean, this they've been in slavery for years. Generation after generation. That's all they know. I'm a slave. I, I, I'm a slave, my mom a slave, my grand. Like years, years, hundreds of years in slavery. God sends a man by the name of Moses, raises him up as a deliverer sends him to pharaoh and he begins to tell him hey i'll let my people go begins to you know what uh, witness this wonderful power of god where god was now bringing through all these things all these plagues uh, to let the people go but i'm telling you, the people of israel can you imagine seeing all this transpire they're in their slavery they're seeing everything what god is doing raining down frogs there's there's all these things happening they're witnessing amazing miracles they're seeing the river uh, turn to blood the plagues that inf- uh, inflicted egypt god saves the best for us and then you know what he sees people they see you know what what god does he passed the red sea for them they walk through they wipe out the enemy amazing victory a story of wow god you're amazing great goodness that's awesome but listen the scholars say around six five six months later numbers 11 verse 5 listen to what they're they're thinking of they begin to complain they begin to say life stinks and guess what they're thinking listen to this numbers 11 5 we remember the fish which we ate in egypt freely you know we didn't have to pay for it freely in egypt cucumbers the melons the leeks onions, garlic, stinky, stinky bread. <laughs> and here it is. Let me give you some quick points. They, re- they think about the stinky fish, the onions, the garlic, the leeks. That's just like you as a half-hearted Christian. God's given you an amazing miracle. I mean, taking you out from darkness into life. But there comes a point in your journey, five, six months into your journey of faith, where you're now thinking about the past. As a man thinks, so is he. The Proverbs uh, talks about a man going back to his vomit, uh, going back, because he's thinking about his past. He's thinking about Egypt. What about you this morning? You know what? Are you still thinking about the good old days? Are you still thinking about the boys and the the things that you do with them and you know all the fun? It's it's the sticky thinking that's got a hold of you and it's calling you back back to Egypt, put back the prison chains, put back all the things that you were freed from, go back to, you know what, God won't make a way back but now you got to swim across the river to get back, now you got to go back through the old place and see man God did this to me, oh wow and so you're seeing miracle, miracle and yet you're choosing to put away God, every thought that rises, that exalts itself above the knowledge of God is being pushed out the window and all you're doing is you're thinking about the garlics and the leeks, all you're thinking about is just the onions. You're thinking about the one night stand. You're thinking about the drinks. You're thinking, and God's made a way for you. Stinky thinking will lead back to your stinking old life. Stinky thinking will lead you back to your stinky vomit. As a dog returns to his vomit, so does a man go back to his own ways. Church, we need radical transformation in our minds. And I'm telling you, we need this every day. It's not just one decision. Oh, yeah, I'm coming to church one Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, man, I feel like I'm just getting attacked. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Oof. <laughs> And it's like, you know what? What's going on? Listen, you've got to have your mind renewed, transformed every single day. Colossians 3 verse 1 says, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on the things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on the things above, not on earthly things. Write that verse down and you pray this verse. God, I'm setting my heart on the things above. God, I'm setting my mind on the things above, not on earthly things. This is what it means when it says in Romans 12:2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's saying right here that you have to make a decision to live godly to live out these godly convictions and principles and it's done through prayer it's done through you know what coming to church it's done that you can renew your mind don't think like the world but be transformed we need to be transformed every single day because we are getting bombarded i'm telling you with so many thoughts i read the article about a national science foundation watch this this was published in an article summarizing research on human thoughts per day. It's found that the average person is, has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. And of those thousands of thoughts, 80% were negative. 95% were exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. Thing think this what he wrote. We can see that the one tendency of the mind is to focus on the negative and play the same songs over and over. God, renew our minds so we can move forward from Egypt. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Simple message this morning. That's why the Bible says when you lay down your life as a living sacrifice, it is a sweet-smelling aroma. It's no longer stinky thinking, but a sweet-smelling aroma. Here this morning, I want to give an invitation. Maybe you're here today. God's speaking to you about your mind, about your mind, and it's like, man, you know what? I've, I've been living foolishly. I, my, my life's filled with with junk. My life is 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 a mess. My life stinks. There's good news. Like each and every one of us in this building, we've prayed. We've come to an altar and prayed a prayer of repentance. Because every one of us here are sinners. We've all fallen short, the Bible says, of the glory of God. But Christ in his grace, Jesus died on the cross, took your sins, my sins, the sins of the world upon himself. He became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You can have a righteous life because of what Jesus had done on the cross the Bible says our sins are what separate us from God let me ask you a question this morning if you were to die today where would you spend eternity where would you spend eternity is it heaven or is it hell God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life do you have Jesus in your life if you were to die today do you have the assurance you know what you're going to heaven if you don't I'll ca- count it a privilege to pray with you go of the brothers or sisters to pray with you you're here this morning you're not saved your heart's not right with God but you need forgiveness I want you to do one simple thing and just raise your hand with mine so I can see it and we'll pray for you amen I see that hand God bless you anyone else raise your hand and say yes that's me I'm amen I see that hand anyone else you're not right with God your heart's not right with God you know if you were to die today you wouldn't make heaven your home I see that hand anyone else Honest hearts here this morning. God bless you. I see that hand. Anyone else? Maybe you're a backslider. You once had a relationship with Jesus and you've gone your own way. Today's the day. I want you to raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. I want to give my life to Christ. Join these honest hearts. Say, yes, that's me. Lift it up and God loves you. He's going to, you know what, come into your heart and give you a new life, a new future. That's you. God's been speaking to your heart. Lift it up this morning. Say, yes, pastor, that's me. I want to be forgiven. I want to be free amen, hands are going up, anyone else, anyone else, amen, I see that hand, God bless you, anyone else, anyone else want to join His honest heart, say yes, that's me, I want to give my life to Christ, I've been living my own way, God's going to do something, a a miracle in your mind, it starts in your mind, you make a decision, you know what, hey, repentance starts in the mind, it's a change of mind, repentance to turn away from your sin, to turn to God, lift up your hand, join His honest heart, say yes, that's me, that's me, amen, God bless you, God bless you. Amen. Those of you, raise your hand. I want you to do one simple thing. Come, come out of your seat. Just meet me at the altar right here. Come, come out of your seat. My brother over there, come. Come, my sister, come. Come, brother, come. Just pray with all of us here this morning. Come, join us at this altar right here. Hallelujah. God's going to do something new in all of our lives here today. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. I want you to just repeat this prayer after me. Just pray this prayer. Just say, Lord Jesus. I thank you that you love me. I'm a sinner. Come into my heart. Wash me. Cleanse me from my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Today, I choose to pick up the cross and follow you. To be a disciple. To read your word. And follow after you. Today. I repent, I turn from the world, and I turn to you. Thank you, Jesus, for the precious blood that saves me and has purchased my, my life. I give you the praise, I give you the honor, in Jesus' name, Amen, amen. I'm just going to come and pray for you, just stay right there. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for the new creation that's been done. Lord, that all things can be new right now here this altar. A new mind and a new heart. God, a new heart right now and a new mind in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, fill her right now with power. Lord God, your peace that surpasses all understanding. God, her heart and her mind. Thank you, Lord God, for a new creation. Jesus, right now in which you've done whatever you have begun in her, God, I pray. Lord, you complete. Lord God, I pray, Father God, you close those doors to Egypt. God, I'm praying, God, you give her the strength to say no. God, I pray, Holy Spirit, fill her with power and authority that's found in you alone, God. Thank you, Jesus, right now. Oh, God, I thank you for Sister Marwa. I thank you, Lord God, for her honest heart right now, Jesus. I pray, God, that you'd help her, Father God, to live according to your word, God. Lord, to go 100% for you, Jesus. God, be upon, Lord. God, her heart her and her mind. Let your peace, God, surpass all understanding. God, her heart and her mind. In Christ Jesus, amen and amen. Let's pray today, You can find a place to pray this altar. Once want you can find a place and you can sit down here. These altars are open. Come, come out of your seat. Maybe uh, the church, you know what God's speaking to you about things that you've allowed in your mind. Come, come and find a place to pray this morning come out of your seats and let's say God today right now renew my mind I've allowed all these thoughts that come into my heart I've allowed these thoughts to find root in my mind come on this is a word for every single preacher every single pastor every single disciple every single father and mother this is a word that God has spoken into your lives about winning the victory in your mind taking dominion and authority in Christ Jesus to pull down every stronghold Hallelujah Rabamassene nenene merabamaso Gorrebebe sia labamaso mamamandebebe sala labamam Oh yes Lord Oh yes God Oh Hallelujah let's pray church come on let's pray Father we worship you this morning When
1: the music fades and all is stripped away, and I simply come, longing just to breathe,
0: longing just to
1: breathe. Father, in the name of Jesus. My sister God. Now Lord, we Lord, bless God, God. you Thank you Lord Thank you I'll bring you more Father in the name I'll of Jesus. I'll bring you more Every thought song, Lord, Captain, right now in Jesus. The song in this Hallelujah. i Hallelujah. worship search much deeper You search much deeper yeah. Through the way things are, being, you're looking into my heart. I'm coming back, I'm coming back, back to the heart of worship, when it's, it's all about, about you, when it's, it's all about you, Jesus, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for Coming back. Jesus, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about You, yes Lord. And it's all about You, Jesus. I'm sorry.
0: all about you, Jesus. Come on, let's sing, King of Endless Worth.
1: King King of Endless endless Worth, worth, no no one one could express how much you deserve, deserve. No one we can Hallelujah. We fall down. We fall down, we lay our crown at the feet of Jesus.
0: this morning. Let's give God praise today. Father, we worship you. We thank you, Lord God, for your word.